Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. It's 2024. And Mike and I are doing our, our first podcast of the new year. So uh, luckily I don't have to write anything down that says 2024 because I'd probably still write 23 on it. But uh, we're going to get into a conversation this week on, on some simple things just to kind of kick off the new year here. want to talk about, you know, big retirement changes or biggest retirement changes possible in 2024. We've got a little Yahoo Finance article. We'll put in the link uh, to that in the show notes as well to share with you guys and just kind of talk through some of these pieces and see what Mike thinks with his 45 years of experience, see how he kind of sees a new year shaping up and all that good stuff. So that's on docket for this week. Mike, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well coming out of the holidays. It's been wonderful being with uh, family that we don't always get to be with and then with those we do. So it's uh, nice. it's been a good time. Yeah, that's always good. And yeah. and your uh, your your dog's won. Uh, they won their, their oh, ball game. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they didn't just win. They just like rolled Man. something. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, that was that team that got kind of gypped out of being in the final four with Florida State. But I heard that like 20 players opted out and didn't even play in that game. So Right, right. Yeah. It was uh, something, all kind of things. A little, little protesting there. Transfers, yeah, all kind of stuff. Yeah, so, really crazy. But, uh, but you guys still, your team still showed up. So I'm sure that made you happy. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a little back and forth with some of my uh, Bama friends and, uh, uh yeah, because they lost too. Lost. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, me, but anyway, it's, it's always fun just watching a few of those and, and enjoying the, uh, seeing how these young guys do. In fact, last night I was at a gym with my uh, son and, uh, a couple of my grandsons and <laughs> the, uh, Carolina game was on Carolina basketball game was on. So mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching that and they, they beat Pitt. So that was good. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, so we're taping this and this will drop before the national title game. Uh, give, right. give me your prediction. Who are you taking? Taking Michigan or are you taking Washington? Well, I'm glad you told me who was playing. Uh, no. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be Michigan. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I would I say I think that I think most of the people's money's on that one too. So you never know the, the underdog could pull an upset, but yeah, that's uh, should, right. Should be good to see. But with all it that will. said, let's let's get into some conversation. I mean, we can talk about football. We can talk about whatever, but we should probably <laughs> talk about a little finance. Yeah, why not? Just a little bit. <laughs> so a couple things I want to get into, uh, and we'll circle back around. But you know, first and foremost, right at the end of the year. Uh, in December there, Mike, uh, the uh, Fed chairman, they got together and they had their committee thing, and they announced that they may be making some cuts to interest rates in 2024, uh, possibly right. as many as up to six, with the first one maybe coming you know, by March. So mm. kind of keeping that in mind, I want to talk through some of these other pieces and see what what is that, what kind of effect does that have on retirees, right? Uh, the, the cutting of uh, interest rates or the raising of interest rates, either way. So yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. You know, people have complained for years uh, since uh, the late 80s, I guess, because uh, around the mid, early to mid 80s, interest rates had peaked and uh, then they started coming down. And, you know, from a, the standpoint of people that are more fixed income investors that are in CDs or money market accounts. And I mean, I can remember my grandparents just raving about the money market rates they got on things back oh, then. Oh, sure. The yeah. Double digits, right? Right. And and it was great, but they didn't take into consideration that inflation was also double digits. But at any rate, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have had a very low interest rate uh, in long time, for a long quite time, some time. Yeah. yeah. 
And so people kind of got excited about that. And some of the new tick, about, yeah, with those. I mean, it was a catch 22, right? Like we had inflation, yeah. people were, well, we still have it, but people were getting yeah. frustrated, but the rates were going up. So you could maybe get a little bit of, you know, better deal on some things like CDs over the last year, year and a half, right? Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've got people fives and uh, above, a little above, not six uh, percent short term interest rates on um, CDs that maybe are a year or so. And, in, and that's the terms. key, the short term, right? Because right, right. because this has kind of been looming out there that they may be starting to cut again because they, oh, yeah. they feel as though inflation is cooling. So they have to walk this fine line of where do we set the interest rates to not stall the economy. So with that said, let's talk about that. So cooling inflation and, and the recent stock market surge also, you know, fourth quarter, right, tends to usually kind of surge on a little bit. Have uh, have delivered a, a nice comeback for many retirement savings accounts. Tossing the mm. eight point seven increase in the Social Security cost of living adjustment that COLA uh, in January of last year, you know, right. things seem pretty good. So, uh, how does things kind of stand? What do you think we're going to see this year? Do you think they're going to see a um, a COLA increase? Well, you know, obviously for this year it's three point two percent for twenty twenty four. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 3.2 was the, the percentage increase on the Social Security benefit if you're receiving it. And um, so, yeah, it's it's um, that's moving ahead. It's not as big as last year, but that means that inflation wasn't they, as high. They feel it. Say, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But let me say this. It's still inflation. I mean, oh, yeah. it's not like it's going down in prices. It's still going up, just not as fast as it was last time when they made the increase of 8.7 at the beginning of 2023. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, so inflation, as you mentioned, has has cooled some, and uh, so that that helps. But um, you know, with the uh, inflated benefit of, of 2023 getting 8.7 percent more Social Security benefit than you did the previous year, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's great. That helped uh, pay for some of those expenses, particularly if, if you're on a fixed income um, in 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 your retirement years, which most are. Right. But then the the other side of that coin is that you are getting more income and you maybe had some more dividends and interest earned on stock market uh, returns and in your investment accounts that are not within IRAs, but um, you you know you had your required distributions possibly from IRAs that are added in. And then, you know, if you are making five percent on some CDs that matured in twenty twenty three, yeah, just just more income, and what does that do? Well, that it mean more taxes, right? Social Security yeah. subject to income tax, and maybe pay more taxes. So there's the the silver lining in in uh, all these things, but then there's also the the little bit of cloudiness that might might exist. It's not a guarantee. Uh, you know, if your income uh, when you calculate what's subject to tax is. Um, as far as Social Security, if if it falls between twenty five thousand and thirty four thousand, you can you're going to have some of your Social Security tax, and even more if it goes over the thirty. Yeah, it's up 000. to what about fifty percent on that yeah, 50% range. Fifty percent on yeah. that twenty five to thirty four. It's it's not fifty percent if it's just at the twenty five thousand level. It gets to fifty percent once you get up to thirty four thousand. Right, incrementally works its way up. Yeah, exactly. Then yeah. it starts inching on up to as much as eighty five percent when you start going above the thirty four thousand. That's as a single taxpayer, um, joint uh, married taxpayers, whatever thirty two thousand to forty four thousand is the range where you pay fifty percent 
potentially, and then above forty four thousand is where you start moving toward that eighty five percent. And so that's and so that's where structuring your income right it becomes a, right. a conversation piece with your financial professional because where you're pulling money from and how you're kind of pulling it at what time could affect that Social Security taxable amount, right? So the, this exactly. is where again strategy comes into play. Oh, it does. And there's a lot of moving parts there. You know, if you're trying to do things like looking down the road and reduce the required minimum distributions on taxable IRA distributions that you might have in the future by doing what are called Roth conversions, you got to watch that if you're taking Social Security now, you know, and how much you'll be throwing of the Social Security benefit into taxation. So, yeah, it's a lot of things to consider when you're looking at these things. You don't just run out and do something because it's the hot thing and then uh, financial press, you know, about doing these kinds of things. You, you really need to measure and make sure that it's uh, what you what you think it will yeah, yeah, be for sure. in terms of result. Well, let's talk about a couple more things here. Changes to okay. retirement account rules. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's obviously quite a bit of the Secure Act stuff, right? We talked about that. Go go back and check that prior podcast, folks, if you want to listen to it. We talked mm-hmm. a, a couple of times over the last year about the Secure Act 2.0 changes. Some of them rolled out immediately in 23, but many of them don't roll out until 24, which we're now here, uh, yeah, or right. even in 25, right? So let's talk about right. a few of the things that are rolling out this year. Yeah, there's one that uh, has had some attention uh, paid to it uh, by folks is if you had educational accounts called 529, that's the section of the Internal Revenue Code that authorizes those. So you have 529 accounts uh, that have money in them and the child that you were doing that for, or even if you were doing it for yourself, uh, yeah. you've used up all the, that you need to, and there's money left over. What do you do? Because the rules say if you don't use it for qualified educational expenses and you pull it out, then you will pay income tax on it and a 10% penalty. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so that's that's a real negative, uh, you know, when you think about that using it for qualified educational expenses, totally tax-free. Yeah. So um, that, that's one thing that you, uh, you know, people complained about. And so Congress did this little deal where they said, okay, beginning in 2024 – under certain circumstances, like for instance, you have to have had the account in existence for at least 15 years. So you had to start it back, uh, you know, a ways, and uh, you, you can, and you have money left over in it. You can roll it over to the, a, to a Roth IRA account for the beneficiary the, the of same that. Name, yeah. The same, same name person. person. Right. Right. Yeah, now so. there's some questions mm-hmm. and, You've got to be ironed out, but whether you could like do the rollover for one uh, for that one beneficiary and then uh, change the beneficiary on the 529 account and do another one for that person because the limit is 35,000 lifetime that you can do this with. So, you you know, if you had 35,000 or more in the account, you can do that 35,000 amount and then that's it. But you can't do it all at once. You can only do it up to the limit that is allowable for that beneficiary in the year you're doing that rollover to the Roth IRA. So if you're under 50 this year, that's $7,000 that you could roll over this year. So that's that's an annual limit. Yeah. Yeah, an annual limit. You still have the 35,000 lifetime limit, but you can only do 7,000 a year. If you're 50 or more, you're 8,000 this year you can do. So it's going to take you five years, four years. to, to get that all out, depending on that. And so there was some question as to whether you could take the beneficiary you have right now, roll their 7,000 over or their 8,000, whichever the case may be, and then change the beneficiary on the account, which you can do to other family members in certain, uh, you know, lineal uh, directions. 
and uh, then do it for the uh, the next one, and and you know that get more out quicker. So. Yeah, for sure. So there's a that's, lot of little that's nuance. a gray area right now. So. Yeah, there's a lot of little nuance in some of these things. So certainly worthwhile to talk with your advisor on it. And that may not apply to everybody. So let's jump down here on this article, Mike, and talk a little bit about higher medical expenses because I think that's something that uh, most of the audience can relate to. Right? Not everybody's going to have somebody. Uh, still doing college or with a 529. So let's talk about some of the higher medical expenses. Uh, in this article, obviously, they talk a lot about the, the cola bump, right? From which we all know every time you get, every time Social Security gives us a cola bump, my mom always jokes. She's, uh, you know, she'd say, I, well, we got a, we got a nice uh, diet cola from the government. I was like, <laughs> diet cola? She's like, yeah, because they take most of it for Medicare. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't uh, really that great. So what's some of the changes? What's some of the things going on in 24 here for Medicare? Right. Right. Yeah. If you're on Medicare, 65 or older in most cases, in the premium last year that was either taken out of your Social Security benefit if you were receiving Social Security or that you got billed for if you weren't and you were on Medicare, uh, Part B premium was $164.90. And they bumped it up by almost 10 bucks uh, to $174.70 a month this year. So, yeah, so that comes right off that COLA. And, and this year you said it was what, 3.2%, right? Yeah, so yeah. you had an increase of three point two, and which is what about sixty bucks, maybe roughly. What's that? Say I, said, again? I think it averages about to about sixty bucks. I think for uh, I think a lot of the the average number of people what they're getting the average. Yeah, the average beneficiary for Social Security benefits. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to vary. So let's, yeah, it's going to vary depending on your amount. But let's just say you're in the average market. You're in the average yeah. window, which I think the average window is like eighteen hundred a month to like nineteen hundred a month. You're losing ten bucks, right? To that to that Part B raise. So that that yeah, right. that fifty uh, fifty nine dollars is now forty nine dollars. There you go. <laughs> to that right. whole diet diet cola conversation. That's it. I love I love the the way she came up with that. Yeah. But the other thing that kind of gets you too is you know they each year raise the deductible and Part B is the stuff that you um, have benefits for like when you go to your doctor. You yeah. Visit the doctor in the office, not hospital stuff. That's different. That's a. They have right. their increases in in their deductibles also. But your deductible last year was two twenty six. It goes up to two forty this year. So that's another fourteen dollars that mm. you potentially might have out of pocket. You yeah. Know, for for that that change. Yeah. So there's definitely been some changes there. Uh, people with traditional Medicare generally pay a monthly premium for you know the physician coverage. You talked about the part the part uh, B. Obviously, there's Part D for the for the drug plan, so on and so right. forth. Any changes on Part D? Yes. Um, I you. guess it's the average. Yeah. Uh, has as is where you see that, and and you know it depends on whether you're also subject to this thing, the Irma, which is for higher income situations. But they're they're projecting that the Part D premium would increase as much as twenty one percent in two thousand twenty four. Hmm. That that that's the average, what yeah. the average would be. So um, they're saying uh, that like last year's average premium for a Part D plan was forty dollars. It might be forty eight dollars this year. That gotcha. it's going to yeah. vary obviously because. Uh, you know, like us, we, we we do a Medicare Advantage plan that includes the Part B premium. So we don't have that or Part D premium, excuse me. Right. Uh, so we don't have that that charge uh, separated out. But before, when we were doing a Medicare supplement, we had to also buy a Part D plan for medications. And we, we're, not, we're not on any meds. So we just bought the cheapest thing out there. And I forgot what it was. $7, I think it was. Yeah, $7. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, and all like that. So we we kept that average down. But some people, you know, that have a lot of medications, you want to look at that, and you might need to buy a plan that is going to be more expensive because they're going to be paying out more money. And 
So, you know, the the higher that is, that the bigger that 21% increase, uh, you know, would have hit you on average. Right. If, yeah. so if you're the average guy, you know, that's what it is. But uh, hey, if you're like Yogi Bear, you're smarter than the average bear. So, you know, that's you right. Know. It could be different. And every situation is going to fluctuate a little bit. But obviously, these are some of the big changes uh, that may affect the listening audience this year. And there's obviously a few more things as well. So new year, right, brings new rules. All right. Yep. Uh, every every year there's new new changes. So it's worthwhile to make sure that if you're not, you know, if you if you are working with an advisor and you haven't gotten yourself in for, you know, obviously it's we're early the first week here. But if you haven't planned for when you're going to see your advisor this, uh, you know, the first uh, part of the year, get in and see them pretty soon. So you can have that conversation, give them a call, get on the calendar. Or if you don't have one. Right. This is why you want to reach out. Uh, and talk to an advisor as well, because you know the the Secure Act changes last year obviously kicked into place with the RMDs. We briefly touched on that because we t- we did a whole podcast on it. But the age is seventy three now, right? And so if you're turning seventy three here in twenty twenty four, you you, you got to get on this, right? You got to deal with those RMDs yes. as well. So lots of stuff to deal with. There is, and uh, it's it seems as though it's constantly changing. Uh, you know, c- Congress tinkering with things, uh, trying <laughs> right? to come up with revenue. You know, yeah. so. It's they always happen. tinker with something, don't they? Yes. Yeah, yes always, for sure. And that's exactly what it is. A lot of the tinkering is to generate more revenue for, you know, for government spending. But either way, we have to deal with it. We have to kind of work our way right. through the stuff. So, again, if you need some help, there's some changes that have, you know, kicking into to play here for 2024. Make sure you're talking with your advisor. Of course, reach out to Mike if you're already working with Mike. Obviously, they're going to get you on the calendar. But if you, you know, got some questions about Social Security and how it could change or the taxation and so on and so forth, Reach out to them, let them know, get yourself on the calendar. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Strategic Planning, on Apple or Google or Spotify. Find all the information you need, plus get onto Mike's calendar at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. As I said earlier, he's got 45 plus years of experience helping people get to and through retirement. So, you know, he's seen a few things along the way. So, if you need some help, reach out to him. All right, my friend. Well, thanks for hanging out and chatting and breaking some of this stuff down with me. Yeah, it's been great. I always enjoy it. I always like talking with you, and I will see you in a couple of weeks. We'll keep the year rolling right along here there on you go. Yeah, it's a, before you know it, it'll be February, right? So time flies when you're having fun. Uh, this we is are. <laughs> this is strategic planning, and we'll see you next time here with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.